Sherry. And I'm Mac. And this is Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It. Episode 2. So let's motherfucker talk about it. So you guys, we're still in the spirit of Women's History Month. So this week, we're going to talk about body image and like how it pertains to black women. Yes. All the things that fall under that category, I guess. So, boom. To start off, I just wanted to give you all the actual definition of what body image is. So we can all, you know, we turn to the same page. Okay, so body image is how you see yourself when you look in the mirror or what you picture yourself in your mind. In your mind. Free your mind. Really? And the rest will follow. That was the perfect time to sing that. Okay. See, I'm not on the same page. <laughs> Your mom was right. I do not. <laughs> so, okay. So now I've given you all the definition of body image. I guess we could just, I don't know. Let's talk about, you know what? Let's talk about it. Body image. How do you view your body? Um, I think I have an unrealistic image. Of my body. What I think I look like in my mind is not what I really look like. What you think you look like? I don't know. I In my mind, you know, everybody want to have fat ass and all stuff like that. But that's not how I actually look. I think what I how I picture myself in my mind is how I look my senior year. That was like the thickest I've ever been. Like that was the heaviest I've ever been in my life. And I think I'm still stuck in that, but I need to get with the program where in 2021, I look nothing like that now. Mm-hmm. So if you knew me, like my senior year coming into college, you know, you like, who the hell is this? But now it's like, mm, how old are you, 14? <laughs> <laughs> and I just have to, yeah, that's how I look now. That's who I am. I have not grown into my, what people like to call your grown woman body. I'm. Not, Girl, you're not grown. Yeah, I'm not grown. But I'm saying, like, you know. The freshman 15. Yes, you know, I, I think when people think you're a grown woman body, you know, you have hips. Your hips have springs. Mm-hmm. You have boobs, all that stuff. Hourglass. Yeah. Snatch. I'm, yeah, yeah, we're not there. And in my mind, I want to be there, but we have to now. I don't look like that. Yeah. That's not how I look. My body image, I've been pretty petite. And I ain't no pretty petite. I've been petite as hell. <laughs> my my whole life and as you know as you say everybody want to have a fat ass in my mind in my mind in my mind in this mind i have the fattest fat with ph Mm -hmm. are you who (laughs) didn't hear you but for real though um and something that i don't want to say i've struggled with but that i'm learning is to love my body Mm -hmm. on the good days well, you know, flat stomach, you know, boobs looking nice, butt looking nice. And then on the bad days, I'm really bloated. Yeah. And I feel like my boobs sag a little bit more than I want them to. And the ass just not assing today. Right. And <laughs> you know you know what we don't talk about enough is how when our hor- hormones are fluctuating, so does our body. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we all know about period boobs. Yeah. Oh. Period boobs hurt like hell, but let me tell you something. The way the girl sits, the way the girl sits, do you hear me? Push up who? Mm -hmm. Victoria who? Savage X Fenty who? I don't need it because the girls are going to do their job. But then I'm thinking about like when I don't have period boobs and I want to wear a nice top. It's like, dang, 
Can I? Yeah, I can. Because I will. I will. Cause... Despite what my brain tells me. And our mind always plays tricks on us. In my mind. <laughs> our minds for real always play tricks on us. For sure. Cause... And I seen this thing on TikTok that I saw. Okay, so it's from TikTok, but I saw it on Twitter. And it was like, girls are trying to, like, suck in that bottom part of their stomach. That's your organs. <laughs> like, yeah, that. Like... And I'm like, damn. Like, we're so fixated on being perfect. Even outside from, like, your body, skin, hair. Yeah. All of that should just be, like, no flaws. And that's just really unrealistic. And I want to say, I don't even want to say social media, media, period, yeah. emphasizes perfection. But I think perfection is relative. And it's, I don't think it's an actual real thing, to be completely honest with you. Because, as, for example, you said skin. Like, just because you have, like, bumps here and there, that doesn't mean you don't have good skin. That Hello. your skin isn't healthy. And but in your mind, perfect skin is, like, completely. Flawless. Yes, like, no bumps, whatever. But in, real, in like, reality, in those commercials, that shit not real. And I, I've been struggling, and I'm going to use the term struggling with, skin insecurities since puberty i had really bad acne yes really bad acne it was hormonal and it was to the point where my mom was like you know i think we should think about putting you on birth control and i was like absolutely the fuck not i'm not getting put on birth control freak no and i tried proactive it didn't work and then i tried other stuff and it didn't work and i was using all type of face scrubbers and then maybe like two summers ago i went to an esthetician i got my first facial Mm mm-hmm and she was just like, you know, let's take out these products and let's just find you something along the lines of X, Y, Z. And I've been building my knowledge from estheticians. Mm-hmm. I'm going on YouTube. I'm watching a black esthetician. And that also matters. When yeah. you're dealing with melanated skin, you should not be necessarily taking advice from a non-melanated person unless they are well-versed in treating melanated skin they're not because the girls on the revlon commercial they're not giving and my mom was like i wonder why proactive didn't work and i'm like well if i'm looking back at the commercials i'm like i'm looking at their i was not their demographic they're targeting women white women specifically in their late 20s Mm -hmm. Who are struggling with hormonal acne because their hormones are boosting because they're in their prime childbearing years. So their estrogen levels are like peaking, all type of stuff. I'm not there yet, which is why their products are not working on my skin. So then post puberty, you know, now you got to do the cleanup. You got to do the fading of the dark marks. You got to get your pores to not be so enlarged. And that's currently what I'm working on now. Yeah. And honestly... It's an uphill battle. And recently, I was just like, you know what? I'm focused on having healthy skin. And not so much clear skin. Perfect skin. And if my healthy skin is clear skin, then so be it. But if not, if my shit healthy and I got a bump on my forehead, then hey. And bumps are going to come and go, baby. Period. We come in in contact with so much bacteria. Yes. Especially now that we're in a Panasonic and we have to, <laughs> and we and we have to wear a mask every day. Yeah. That mask me. And then you're reusing some like reusable masks. I hate them. You like reusing masks? I use them because like when the pandemic first started, throwing away having all the masks. You got three, four, five masks in the car. You like which one did I use last? You have no clue. And it's, uh, 
Oh, now she using yesterday's mask for the food run. I don't even think about it. But then, <laughs> I, yeah, like you said, you don't realize how much bacteria we come in contact with, like in your your bed and things like that. Like your pillowcases, you have to make sure you wash your nose frequently. I think that's all just a part of having a routine and just making a routine. But yes, nonetheless, we say all of this to say that how you view your well. Okay, yes. How you view yourself shouldn't necessarily be fueled by what we see on the internet because everybody's skin varies, everybody's body type varies, how we grow, how we, you know, do different things. It varies from person to person. So how we see a person in a, a um, using proactive again, for example, how we see a person in a proactive commercial, we might not have the same skin type. Mm-hmm. So what they're promoting is just simply just not going to work for you. But this really isn't about and, skin. And, and, it, and it goes even, like, on a broader scale away from skin. It's, like, what you see on Instagram with, like, the perfect bodies and stuff. Like, that's... There is no such thing as a perfect body, is it? And by perfect body, I'm going to emphasize or maybe specify. I mean, like, you, you're busty and then you have, like, a no very waist. slim waist. Hip ratio is bow bow, and then you got the fattest ass. And that 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 isn't necessarily realistic for every woman in the world. And honestly, I I hate that the media has portrayed this as like the perfect body. And I don't even think they it's like the perfect body, but it's like what men want to see and like Mm -hmm. what turns and what's marketable. It's not and it's and it's beyond me. It's what's marketable because even like outside of pleasing men, when you go on to these fashion sites Yeah, they don't have all the girls on there. It's no way that this bitch is an extra small and she a double D. It's no way. It's no way. It's so why way. why why is she you know what I'm saying? Or even vice versa, it's no way that this extra small model is gonna tell me that this exact exact piece of clothing is going to fit a extra extra large. Yeah. And then it's like when it's, I get it, oh this ain't cute because it's not looking you like don't, a on a model, baby. Cause it's not right. It's it, not portraying. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not giving what it was supposed to have. Gay. And I wasted my money. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I just feel like that's just not fair. And as and honestly, if we really want to be completely honest, we're not necessarily. I don't. I don't want to say it. I, I'm trying to find a better way to say it to make sure it's not coming off a certain way. Um. um, um. We don't necessarily fit. You know the girls that's on Fashion Nova, we're smaller, so they're not they're not, you know, being considered like the girls that may be bigger than the models or the girls that may be smaller than the models. They don't have and a spectrum with the people that they're using, and it shouldn't be oh let's start a petition to get them you know to put models I want, on the, on I the want, website. No, I want all that. body types to be considered when yeah. modeling clothing. Yeah. For men, for women, you know what I'm saying? Especially for men as well. And we don't all, we don't all, I mean, oh, Jesus Lord. You want to know? They don't all, <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. I have a. <laughs> anyway, they don't all have six packs, and they all not six feet. And you know what? Yeah. I also want to mention plus size women are not always curvaceous. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we, we reject, um, the notion of inclusiveness when we're discussing plus size women mm-hmm. because if they don't have an hourglass shape with you know dimples of cellulite 
she's not curvy. She's a fat bitch. You know what I'm saying? And it's like plus size means maybe I got big, big boobs, small waist, small ass. I still fit those sizes, but I need y'all to cater to me more. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Even jean size. Like plus size women can have small hips and small asses. That's very true. And I don't see that being marketed. Why does it have to be like a separation between like why we just can't all make the same clothes? You go from extra small to however big the clothes but because are. Why does it have to They be? don't want to put in the effort to actually do the research on catering to all sizes. And That's it's, it's laziness. It, it really is. Like, honestly, the, and the same goes for like makeup and things like that. Why do we only, oh, like why do everything have to be like separated? Oh, we're going to put the makeup that caters to the women with darker skin. Speaking of this, and we're going to lock it up. Having, you know, why is it, having oh, that ethnic hair aisle. That pisses me the hell off. Ethnic food aisles. Why the hell y'all can't just put all the spices in one damn place? Not Asian food. Ethnic. Not Mexican food. Damn it, this is a grocery store. But, and then this also feeds back into body image because if you go down the ethnic hair aisle, so say if I'm going down like the regular hair aisle, they don't have white. It doesn't say white hair aisle. It's just hair. Right? Yeah. So then you go down the ethnic hair aisle and I see moisture. And and then and they're locked up. I see I see brown women on shelves. You see you feel what I'm saying? But their products are locked up. That also influences somebody's body image subconsciously, especially if I'm a young black girl. That's gonna influence my body image, how I view myself, how I view. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna it's gonna ha- take a toll on one's self esteem. Yeah, and I don't. I, it's a lot of stuff that's like you know in society that we don't necessarily say out loud that we're like internalizing all of that stuff. Like imagine being a young black girl in the in the store, or whatever, in Walmart or whatever, and the hair care and the hair care products that you use are locked up. I don't have access to this stuff that's that I need to cater to my hair. You know, to help me. And it's, and it's, that's not, and though it may not be that deep, quote unquote, that deep to people, it is. It is that, that deep. deep. And you know what I say to people who say it's not that deep? You lack the range to go that in depth. Yes, honestly. Because everything, if you really it's want that to be deep. honest, it's that I watched, deep. I watched this video on Instagram this past week, and it was this lady, she had locks thick gorgeous locks and she was like you know um she got posted on like a natural hair page or whatever and like she got hate comments like oh hair's nappy and wait on a black page that's supposed to embrace natural women and the page didn't say anything they just let it happen. So then she she went on this um I don't want to say it was a rant but she went on this explanation as to how the natural hair movement has been hijacked by women who never had to adjust their hair pattern to begin with. Mm-hmm. And honestly, as a woman with a looser curl pattern than everyone else, I can affirm that statement to be true. Honestly. And I say this to all women, be careful of the space you take up because even though you are a marginalized person, you do experience some form of privilege. Mm -hmm. That's important to know. That's important to know because me and you, we look completely different. Mm -hmm. But and I know that in certain spaces, I have privilege over you and it would be I want what's the word I'm looking for? 
ignorant and also very disheartening if I call you my sister and I'm not acknowledging that I have privilege. Mm-hmm. That's, that is very, very true. And I don't... I'm trying to... Okay. And I think it's very important, like, in different friend groups, when you have friends that are, like, different shades of black and all the stuff like that, we're different sizes and stuff like that, you have to make sure you notice. In this situation, I, I know... We're all black. We all run in the same circle, what, what have you. But in this circle, I may have an upper hand than you. When people look at our friend group, they might look at you before they look at me. Type deal. And that's just really what it is. That's just calling the spade a spade. It is. Honestly, it's calling the spade a spade. But that's, that's another ghost to back up. I mean, ghost to the episode we talked about last week. How in your friend group, we have to make sure we're uplifting everybody. Mm-hmm. And not just the ones that are deemed desirable. Yeah, and, and not, not just, just the, the ones who who fit that mode. You know what I'm saying? It's easier to connect with. It's easier, easier for people to empathize with you mm-hmm. than it is to empathize with me. Mm-hmm. And not be so quick to write off women, especially mm-hmm. women of darker skin tones. Oh, well, she's just me. Or like, oh, she's strong. She can suck it up. No. Yeah, hell no. I'm rejecting all that bullshit. We're going to yeah. get vulnerable. I'm going to check on my friend. Fuck y'all. No doubt. Honestly, if you don't know me, which everybody that that listens to this podcast, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen me and Mac. But, yeah, I'm a darker black girl. I have huge lips, and I have very coarse hair. So, you know, I'm not necessarily fitting that mold, you know, and... and Honestly, boom. Okay, cool. We can we can roll over. Um, colorism. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let, let's let's talk, talk, about it. About let's it. talk about it. Honestly, and this is not to honestly fuck it. It, it is what it is. Call us call by the spade. spade. Call it out, sir. Um, yeah, growing up, you know, being a darker girl, and I think I'm well. I wouldn't say the darkest, but in my family, uh, with my cousins especially, it's like a group of us, and in that group, I am like the darkest. One, and like me, I have a very close cousin, my sister cousin, and she's lighter than me, of course. But when we were younger, of course, that shit never mattered to us. We just knew we were cousins going outside to play. Boom. It is what it is. We go to summer camp um, or whatever. All of us went to the same summer camp. Kids would like, you know, be teasing me or whatever and be like, how is that your cousin? She light-skinned and you black as hell. And this, that, and the third. That is my cousin, blood. Like, this ain't no fiction. That's my blood cousin, but she's just lighter than me. And as a child, I had to figure out how to be confident in the same circle as her. And it's not Mm. necessarily her fault, and I'm not blaming her or nothing like that, but it's society's fault. We don't know how to accept. We don't know how to accept two things to be true at once. We're both beautiful in that same sentence, but... We don't have to look. We're the different, same. We're right? Different. And we we are different in our respective right, and that's okay. And yeah. and it speaks on another person's character if they cannot accept beauty that comes in different forms. Exactly. And I don't know, like as a child, it, I had to figure out how to be confident in all of those spaces because when we would go outside, as we were getting older, if you're from Chicago, you know the trends all downtown and things like that. I had to figure out how to be confident going outside with them and. Boom, I remember we went to the beach one time and it was me and the cousin that I spoke of and two more of my cousins. They're lighter skinned. They had like their, you know, this went inches like first became popping. Everybody had their Brazilian hair in. Boom, we outside. Everybody talking to them and I'm just in the back just, you know, just standing because nobody's trying to talk to me. Nobody want to kick it with me. Because you don't and fit I, that I don't ambiguous. Fit that. I don't, yes, I don't, I don't look like them. I'm not light skinned. I don't have this long 
luscious hair in my head at the moment. Like, I don't, you know, it's like, oh, who's this? Is this your friend? You brought her? And I'm like, oh, like, I had to, well, what's going on? Y'all, this what this what happened last week. We was trying to figure out what's going on with the laptop. But um, nonetheless, I had to figure out how to be confident in those spaces because people wouldn't pick me. And I'm thinking it's something wrong with me because people don't want to talk to me. Nobody wants my number. Nobody's trying to get my Instagram. So you, Damn, what the fuck is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. But it's like my I don't I don't think my family members know how to comfort me. I mean, because I re- they're they're they don't have, they don't we're not in the same. She's boat. strong. She's strong. She'll yeah, figure it out. It's not bothering me. Yeah. And it's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like we need to start practicing how to comfort black girls. Black, black little black girls. And honestly, if if it wasn't for my auntie, my aunt, my auntie is darker and she has short hair like I do. But when I was younger, and I would always come home. People like because people were teasing me, I would be crying. She'd tell me to stand right here, like in her face, we'd be face to face. Are you black? And I'm like, yeah. What they're saying is true. So you don't need to let that bother you. It is what it is. You can't change how you look. It is what it is. And honestly, it helped. Now that I'm thinking about it, it helped. But at the time, it's not. You don't want to hear that. You want to. You want to look like the girls who get the attention. Exactly. And that's another thing that we'll talk about another day. How like we we base our beauty standards on the acceptance of men. But exactly. that's yeah, that's a, ooh. that's a loaded topic. We're gonna know. table that. We're not gonna talk about that. that. But, but in regards to to colorism, I've I've always had dark skin friends and dark skin cousins. I mean, my dad is pretty dark skin himself, and in spaces where you know the little jokes would fly, I would. That's not really funny. Like that's it's not really funny. I didn't I didn't laugh. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn how to check that shit. You have to check that shit. You really do have to check that shit because not every dark-skinned person has strong self-esteem. And I hate that that has to be a personality trait for you to just be able to not take shit personally. Why the fuck does every dark-skinned person have to be strong? Exactly. That's such a stigma. And it's stems- And why does women have to... Oh, okay, yeah, continue with this and we... <laughs> yeah, yeah, continue, sorry. It, it shouldn't have to be like that. It shouldn't. And honestly, to continue off what i was saying earlier we have to learn how to be um what's the word that i'm looking for we have to learn how to be emotional that's not where i was going with that okay let me just tell y'all a little bit story so my younger cousin she's darker and one day she came to spend a night at my house with my little sister and me and my mom noticed like she wouldn't like eat anything heavy she's like okay i just want a salad she's only drinking water she washed her face like five times a day she like you know was working out and things like that she's 12 she's Mm. 12 and all of her her sisters are lighter they're lighter skin all her siblings period are lighter than her so my mom like put me to the side like maybe you should like take her out for a day and you know really sit with her and talk talk to her her because it's no way at 12 you feel like you need to do all this stuff to make yourself feel pretty because people have made you feel like you don't you don't, you don't belong you don't belong and it's not her her siblings fault necessarily they can't change how they look or whatever control their skin color necessarily but like we have to create a safe space for these darker children and lighter children not saying that they can't experience you know trauma regarding to their skin color but we need to create a safer space because there's no way you should be doing all that at, at 12 to try to make yourself feel pretty because other people have made you feel like 
how you look is not acceptable. And mm-hmm. that's that's and I feel like that is really sad. And society have really failed. Has really failed and like let young black girls down. Failed completely. Cause there's no way you feel like you cannot sit here and eat a chicken wing because you're gonna get fat. Girl, you're twelve. I hate the break until you And that's I <laughs> my mom told me a story this past week about how when my one of my her aunt, which is my great aunt Came to the hospital to see me when I was a baby, and you know they looking at my ear color because you know my dad's really really dark and my mm-hmm. mom is really really pale, and she was like, "Ooh, I hope she stay this color." That is, and it's so crazy because that but shit is so deeply it's rooted. It's so deep, and she's she's older now, really older now. My mom was like, "You know, that's all they knew back then," and I'm like, "Wow," and. Even now, growing up, not growing up, but, like, going and seeing family, oh, you got your hair so good and pretty. It's just so this. And it's just, like, I've definitely corrected people. Healthy hair is good hair. Mm-hmm. I, I've started correcting my family members as well. You have nigga hair off the boat hair. I don't have the same hair type as my mom. I take after my dad's side and their mm-hmm. their hair type. But I I didn't grow up around my aunts on my dad's side. So all I knew you know, my mom, my grandma, my aunts, my cousins, I we don't have the same hair type. So I'm getting perms to make my hair more manageable look like for them, them. Yeah. Because they don't know how to, you know, do my hair. And it's honestly, and it's not to say, you know, I'm not trying to talk down on my parents, but we're just calling a spade a spade. Like growing up, I didn't, that, that's, that wasn't fair to me. And like hearing my, you know, you make jokes about that now. It's like, um, no. That's not true. It's nothing wrong with my and hair. My hair is manageable. I can do my hair. It's nothing wrong with my hair. And me cutting my hair, honestly, when I did, I thought it would be, I, I'm going to start over. I'm going to cut all the perm pieces off. I'm going to have easier to manage hair. No, that's my damn hair type. I can't run away from having really coarse hair, having really, really tight, coiled hair. Like, that's just my hair type. So, now as an adult, I'm looking back on that like, that wasn't right. I try to filter myself when I talk to my younger sister and yes. teach her how to, yes. you know, do yes. her own hair. Like, you don't have to perm your hair to look a certain way. You don't have to do this to be more acceptable. It is what it is. And allowing, I think that it's very important because we talk about, like, breaking generational curses, but it's it's deeper than that. And I, I sometimes feel like we break generational curses as a means to boost our ego, but that's another conversation for another day as well. Because I feel some people just be like, I'm breaking generational curses over here. And it's like, okay, congratulations. Right. Like, you don't have to bear that burden. You mm-hmm. know, you it should really be a selfless act, yeah. not so you can get a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I think it's very important that we identify the shit that we've seen and heard growing up because we never going to stop having generations of kids after us. Right. It's gonna Our families are going to keep getting larger, and I want – little brown and black girls in my family to be like comfortable in their skin looser hair type coiled hair lighter skin tone darker skin tone i want the love and the beauty standard to be multi-dimensional i want it to be deep i want it to be rich i want them to know that no matter who who said you're not beautiful you are you don't have to abide by anything exactly and i think um again touching on my sister we have different fathers so we're not necessarily quote-unquote like built the same Mm -hmm. i'm shorter more petite her dad is tall Mm -hmm. so my sister is 12 she's taller than me and she you know she might be a little bigger than me than i was at 12 years old but i have to i feel like my job 
as a sister since I've learned things. I want to make sure and drill in her hair. You are beautiful just mm-hmm. the way you are. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do your hair and make your hair look a certain way to, mm-hmm. like the girl at school, you know, because she's getting a whole bunch of compliments. You don't need to change your hair. Your hair is pretty. You don't need to try to go work out or try not to uh, wear tighter clothes or whatever. You don't need to do any of that because trying to force yourself to look look a certain way so isn't going to happy. Yes. And, and this is the thing. We're, we're talking about girls who are elementary school you know mm-hmm. what i'm That's saying and in high school and high, high school what is it's a totally y'all my sister's calling me <laughs> <laughs> that was funny it's it's a totally different animal and then when you get to college i ain't gonna lie when i came to college and i seen how these girls was built oh yes i'm instantly this is the grown woman body i've been hearing about that I have still have not got at 21, by the way. I just like to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the fuck? It's like, this is the grown body. And it's just like learning how to weather through that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I told y'all last episode, I went away to school. I was 17. You know, I'm a senior now. I'm 21. I'm very much still built the same. Then <laughs> yeah. I gained the freshman 15. Everything that I was told about beauty and in college and, you know, finding yourself, I never experienced. And I felt like people lied to me, but then I'm like, no, because everybody experiences things in their own right, mm-hmm. which that's, is fine. And that's another thing. Like, everything isn't going to happen like, what? It's fine. <laughs> everything isn't going to happen in, like, one way. It's okay to have your own experience and to experience things in different ways. So what works for me isn't going to work for Mac, and what works for Mac isn't going to work for me. Exactly. And that's fine. But that doesn't make my experience any less... Mac, please. I had to. Oh, my God. Sorry, you guys. We're just going to edit that out. <laughs> but, yes, like I was saying, what works for Mac isn't going to work for me. What works for me isn't going to work for her. But it doesn't make her experience any less valuable. And it doesn't make mine any less valuable. We all just on different paths, doing the same thing and working, you know, the same way. And it doesn't, I don't know. So, since we, we definitely, like covered a plethora of topics but i want to really back in and what's your take on the uptick of surgeries okay um let's talk about it (laughs) i have two different opinions like on one hand i'm like do what you want to do if you have the money you feel like something you want to change on your body go ahead Mm -hmm. like it's completely fine but i don't like where how, how, how can I say this? I don't like where the surgery train they're wrong, where it's going, because I feel like people feel like that's how they have to look. Mm-hmm. Because all the girls that are curvy and got big titties, flat stomach from surgery, we, this, they all like praise and they famous and they got all this money, this, that, and the third. I feel like I got to look like that so I can get X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, really don't, I feel like I have a grasp on myself enough not to let that persuade me and make me feel like I'm not, you know, beautiful or whatever. I may think it sometimes in my head, but I would never sit here and go spend thousands, thousands of dollars trying to look like Ari because I feel like that's what's going to make me money. I feel like I'm, what's this word, secure enough within myself Mm -hmm. not to, you know, do that. But I am scared of how, you know, this next generation, how they're going to internalize that and try to, you know, Mm -hmm make themselves look like that because our 
like my sister age. We were when we were my sister age, sister's age. I'm trying to figure out who was popping. Who was I looking at? Honestly, girl, I was cheetah girls. <laughs> no, like, but for real. Like, let's be for real. Yeah, we didn't have know, we access didn't. to the World Wide Web, how yeah, the youth even, does. I don't even remember who I was looking up to, but these girls on Instagram is who that generation And it don't even have to be a Ari. It's the Janiyas and it's the teenage girlfriends. And it's like, mm-hmm. so it's this... TikTok thing. Yeah, people. and this, this is my take on it. Um... Because I've jokingly talked about, like, I'm going to get my ass done. And my man was with it. <laughs> he was definitely like, okay, like, we can start looking at doctors. But see, and that's the thing. You're, you're like, growing up, we thought that plastic surgery was, like, so exclusive. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they, they went to the doctor. Who's the doctor? Like, Nip Tuck came out on FX. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever remember that. My mom used to watch Nip Tuck. And then shortly after Nip Tuck came out, which is, like, a dramatized show, the reality show Botched came yes, out. I watched Botched. I remember that. Friday nights with my grandma in the living room watching it. Yes. So it was just like, and then you you grow up, fast forward. Now, you know, we're in this age where BBLs are like a thing. Cool. And I kind of feel like BBLs became a thing because everybody wanted a fat ass and everybody wanted to be a video vixen. Because video vixens went from petite girls to like voluptuous. And I was like, okay, I'm here for it. Like the first real voluptuous video girl I remember seeing was Bernice. And a Rick Ross video. I don't even remember Bernice being no video. I don't remember who the hell I seen. I don't know. I just, it, it was just like, okay, cool. Like, and she was a darker skin tone. So it was like, okay, we're getting into a different type of video vixen. Because when we was little, baby, they was wearing pants that stopped at your hips, flat tummy, booty one even. And you had to, legs. you definitely passed the brown paper bag test. No doubt. For fucking For sure. For fucking sure. For, and if it and if it was a darker skinned girl in the video, so it wasn't enough for like two seconds, two seconds. Not in the front. And if she and if she was darker skinned, either she was gonna be in the back, yeah, look cameo, not, she, or she was gonna be hella nasty. Like they were gonna exploit her role yeah, in that in there, video. You see her sucking on a cucumber, a cherry, some in the mouth. It's yeah, just, yeah. It, it, was, it was real. It was like every other girl was sexy, but hers was like nasty. Like yeah, that's a nasty motherfucker. Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it, buddy. Yeah, but now if that shit is normalized, and then what's even what's got even more normalized is like flying out the country about that shit. No, hey, okay, not. girl, I just booked my I'm finna go to Columbia real quick. You know no, what I'm the saying? the fuck I'm not. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Girl. I'm so scared. I can't even get a piercing without holding somebody's hand. Do you think I'm about to go and have them shoving yeah, an uh, 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 elbow deep in my, <laughs> in my insides? Yeah, the Y'all see Dr. Miami's uh, stuff. And, and if, if you really want to talk about it, let's talk about it. Dr. Miami be botching the girls up because he be wanting to dance and do TikToks in the fucking surgery room. I ain't going to lie to you. If I see his TikTok and he done made, I mean, his Snapchat and he making a whole fucking TikTok during my surgery, I'm suing somebody. What the fuck are you doing this extracurricular shit in my surgery for? I need you to pay attention. I need you to turn on some fucking Bach. I need whatever you want to make you sit the hell down. 
And I need you to pay attention, so I don't need all that extra shit. Honestly, no, like, but for real. And it's 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 becoming a whole industry. Like, mm-hmm. you know how people go at the country to get their bodies done. So apparently, so I've been doing research about this because I'm very very intrigued on the trends of this, and I'm very intrigued on how the girls are going to feel when the typical BBL body type is out of style. It's gonna go out of style. It's gonna go out of style. style. And you know, a body that got done that kind of like, I don't want to say made me mad, but I was like, damn, bitch, I was rooting for you. Big Lotto, big remix. She got her, she got lipo. She did. Yeah, and I was like, it was noticeable when she dropped that one picture. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, Big Lotto, I was really trying. I was really rooting for you. Yeah, the math isn't math. But anyway, but to each his own, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. If you want to get it fixed, you got the money, go ahead. But it's I don't know. I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent. indifferent. But I was researching, and okay, so like people can book a doctor in Columbia, and then they'll tag, not tax, but they'll book through like a consultation firm, maybe. I think that's what it is. And they'll put them in a recovery house. And the recovery house has, like, a meal plan. And there's nurses. And there's, like, a chef. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, this whole industry. And everybody gets paid. The doctors get paid. The chef gets paid. The nurses get paid. And the actual recovery house is managed. And the the owner of the house gets paid. It's an industry. It's a web. It's somebody in Miami that opened up, like, a recovery suite for girls yes she did because and flight attendants have gotten on twitter and have said like yeah you know what i'm saying we have girls that come back from flights from miami because they're coming from columbia to miami then they have a layover then they go from miami mm-hmm. back to whatever city they're from and like they don't sit in their seats they have to like bend over and i don't think people realize like the process like the recovery process of getting a surgery like that I you looked, can't sit on your ass for weeks. I, first of all, I don't even like sleeping on my stomach. And I, I have to like sleep on, on my your st- stomach? Not for real. Please. Something's wrong. Okay, yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> okay. Anyway. But like, and I have to sleep on my stomach. Like, there's no other way for me to be comfortable. And I have to be in pain. And then, Honestly, I don't, then you have to get into the massages. Yes. The lymphatic draining. You have blood coming out of a hole in your ass. That's what on your sides and your Sorry. hips and if you don't get the and it hurts yeah. it hurts like you're not you know like you go under you don't go under so for the massage uh, and that's that's also in a package the massages yes some yeah. recovery like this is a whole industry yeah and it's crazy it's crazy and then you got some you got some girls who have like really good doctors and then you got some girls who are my size like yeah i'm finna get lipo girl and if and if y'all don't know what i look like i'm very 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 petite like i get bloated around period time and maybe when i eat something really salty with not enough water but yeah it's a little baby food little baby food little pudge yeah but it's like you getting lipo (laughs) Like on what? And they, I've seen doctors, they, they tell them, granted, the BMI index scale, whatever the fuck it is, it is racially biased. It does Honestly, not. Yeah. But they have a minimum BMI now. 
because so many people who did not fit those waist bust sizes were trying to come in and they turning them girls away because y'all don't know that y'all are not eligible for this shit. Because honestly, once you go get a certain, you're not going to be proportional. Honestly, if I'm going to spend some money on some shit, I'm going to make sure that what I'm about to get is about to be proportional. If I know my body is, I'm, I'm really, really small, what the hell am I going to get lipo? First of all, where are they going to get the fat from? Exactly. To even give you any much of anything. And then you're going to go put it in my hips. And I'm out here looking like we're squirrel eight too many crazy patties. What am I, why? And a prime example of surgeries gone bad will be K. Michelle. Yeah. I, and she going through all of this stuff trying to get the shit taken out of her because you were trying to get on this wave back in the day. And it's just not working. And Jada even said when Jada first came on the scene and all the girls was, like, really interested in her, you know, like, I got ass shots and I do not recommend it. Because she, honestly, Jada ass isn't proportional. She got these big ass cheeks and her, her thighs. Are, and this isn't a pause while we're talking about this. This isn't bashing anybody. We're literally just stating facts. Because it is what it is. Us sitting here talking about it isn't going to change. She and, shots. It is what it is. And these it's girls, they recognize the mistake in chasing an unattainable beauty standard. Exactly. That's that's where we're going with this conversation. Yeah, They're, they have acknowledged the fact that they were chasing something that does not exist. There is no such thing as a perfect body. And I want, and I especially want people who have not had kids yet to, to wait. Because you, you, like... Prime example, Summer Walker. Yes. All the surgery that she got when she has that baby. That's thousands down the drain. Exactly. Her hips have spread it naturally because that's what your body is going to do when you're with your, a child. Your metabolism changes. You got your boobs done. Now you have to breastfeed. So now, like Jada, for example, she took her breast implants out and then got them put to, like put them back in. Put in. What, Ariana? Put back in. So it's like, I don't know. I'm indifferent about it. It's like, do what you want, but at the same time, be smart with what you do. Be smart and just just account for your future. Yeah. Account for your future because surgery is expensive. And aside from the money point, because if you got the money, bitch, ball out. Go ahead. <laughs> Throw that money. But me. Spend a check, get it right back. But. I don't have it. Uh, aside from the money, think about your health. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Think about, would you want this body at 40? Three kids later honestly, with joints. Bernie, what the f- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to think about stuff like that. Think about the impact this is going to have on you. Yeah. it's I don't know. It's just so... Everything, I feel like, is deep. There's no such thing as it's not that deep. Everything is literally that deep. And then you got, you got these women, these non-black women, who start getting surgeries and encouraging surgeries and getting these big ass asses kim k what these big ass asses and it's painfully obvious that these women want to be black and honestly i feel like for the black girls is to fit this aesthetic that you think is going to make you more money you're more desirable you're more marketable because you know people are going to want you in their clothing and want you in their lingerie and all this stuff like that because your body is nice but at the same time these these non-black women they want to look like black women naturally they want to look like naturally black they want they want all of that yes and what i also think is is that we're chasing again this perfection 
this perfection and these non-black women they want to they don't even want to be non-black anymore they want to be racially ambiguous that's just what, what lil wayne say exotic he likes yes, exotic women exotic. what the fuck is an exotic woman honestly only exotic i know is weed no, that's I. That's I. I like Like, what the fuck even is that? Like, you can't even tell me what that is. What the fuck is an exotic woman, and what constitutes black women for not being exotic? Because we're not. We're not. Because honestly, exotic and, is somebody and, in my mind, somebody that's not from the states. Black, we don't belong here, bitch. We exotic. And <laughs> and allowing these non-black women, these white women, these Russian women, these other girls to go and get lip fillers and ass shots and just a couple years ago they wanted to be the paris hiltons exactly they wanted to be in the juicy couture sweatsuits with the puppies in the lvs Uh, Go back to that. We they full, we full over here. We no, no for real. It's no more room. We don't have no more room. And then it's like everybody want to look like a black woman. You want to go get tanned. They you want the black men. The, the, when Kylie Jenner was sucking on the little thing, you had all the bitches finna suck their face off because you want to have big ass lips. When just two seconds ago, Y'all was calling me African booty scratcher because I had fat ass lips. Like what? Like what's what's the tea? Do what's we like tea? it? Do we not like? Do we like it because we see that other men like it? Is that and I'm this is? is this is not an episode to black to bash black men. That's not what I'm trying no, to do. No, no, we're no. not and we're not going to do that on this platform. Yeah. But what I will say is that we're I'm call a fucking space, space. and I'm not going to say that it's all black men because it's definitely not because okay. my man. <laughs> Yeah, okay. But <laughs> loves himself a black queen. No, I'm I'm bullshitting. <laughs> but <laughs> that was so dramatic. But for real though, on a serious note, it's um it's very telling when I see these girls go out and try to be racially ambiguous, you know, getting the spray tans or tanning longer than usual. Well, and then they oh well I, I can't be in the sun, Miss Danny Lay, bitch. This is for you. Yeah. It's there. This is for you. No, you cannot because now you're going to get these braids and then you're going to go and say, yellow bonus, but he want. Bitch. What? Don't don't play with me. And 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 this is the thing. We want I want to empower women, but you can't empower women when you're going through your own identity crisis. And that's what she's going Honestly, through. You and be secure within yourself to sit here and try to uplift the, the next. Person. I'm all for I'm that. Crazy. I love women, all women, but I refuse to support women who are going through identity crisis, who want to shape shift and be other women. Mm-hmm. And this is my thing, and I've said this all the time. I don't have people of color issues. I experience black issues. Yeah. You wanted to slap on a wig or slap on some braids and get an extra dark tan. That's all well and fine. But bitch, when it's time to talk about the pay wage gap difference nobody has anything they it's crickets it. it's crickets it. honestly that's you want to look black and you want this aesthetic but you don't you cannot ever in your life step outside when and be it, a black when woman. It's, it's not like you and when it's time that. to put the rubber to the road motherfuckers are silent they don't to be it. a black woman because let's let's not even say to be black to be a black woman because black men and black women experience different issues uh-huh. but to be a black woman is to carry a weight and you bitches are not built for it. it's not that's not you it's you not you it. not saying that that's something to be proud of because honestly it's fucking stressful it's heavy it's heavy this is some heavy shit 
Being a black woman, especially if you're a black woman who has lived or currently lives in the deep south. Honestly, anywhere is a struggle but the south and going through like so many. We don't live through a fucking history textbook. Honestly, our grandparents lived that shit too. But bitch, we're living in that shit as well in so, our own you know, matter, but it's 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 heavy. Whichever way you want to turn it, it's, it's heavy. heavy. So when I see these girls wanting to be racially ambiguous, I don't think that shit is amusing. I don't like it. And, I don't, and, I and, don't and this is this shit. is what I want all women to take heed to. I'm for women empowerment. But I'm not for that shit. And y'all, oh, I Kim K, she's a business mogul. She did this, she did I don't that. Give a damn. But see, you need to you need to look through things from not just a woman scope and not just from a black scope, but the a conjoined black, black woman. You can't separate. You can't the separate the two you because can't. when you go outside, they don't say, "Oh, that's a black person" or the, "Oh, that's a woman." You're a black, black woman. woman. Yeah, honestly, and that's all. And honestly. Felt that a little bit in like high school. We all want to talk like the black girls. We want to be in the crew with the black girls, but y'all don't y'all don't want to go out and protest. Mm. Y'all don't want to speak on social issues. You want to keep saying nigga. You want to? Are you a nigga though? Hmm. Are you? Hmm. Can you? Like it's like that's so that's so aggravating. Honestly, and I don't I don't stand for it. I'm going to curse your ass out. I'm going to tell you about yourself. No, you cannot use that word. No, you cannot. Kiki with the black girls, you cannot use AAVE, no, I'll, no, just, oh, like, that's just so annoying how y'all think y'all can just play dress up in black culture. It's so very, very irritating because it's not, it doesn't stop at the bamboo earrings and the long ass nails that y'all called ghetto years and years ago. It's, it's deeper than that. It's so much deeper than that. Because even if, when I go home and I take off my earrings and I take off my wig and I'm, I'm popping off my nails... Bitch, I'm still black. I can't, you know, I can't wash this shit off. No fact, no facts. So facts. It, it it becomes annoying when you when you think you can be on the internet dressing and up as, as as a black person and using all like you know putting on this facade, but when you put your phone down, like you down, like this this ain't no trend. It, it's not blackness it's is not life. a trend. And when I, like I said, the that racial and am, ambiguous shit that shit sells. Yeah. I and they they sell to people because oh they're they're marketing these racially ambiguous girls and then they also get more sales when they get black outrage. Mm-hmm. So we're in a lose lose for that shit. The only the only way to go about this is start beating these bitches up. That's really just Let's it. Start popping your bitches in your mouth. Say I wish you fuck. I pop the shit. Out you. And it's so much and it's so much bigger than like you you wanting to be black. It's like admiring somebody and wanting to be that person it's a very thin line and it's okay mm. that you say i really fuck with y'all like it's okay to be like i really fuck with black women but you don't have to go out your way to try to be us that's no, I, bitch it's giving creep wanna, it's giving I weird say it so bad but i'm not gonna say it don't say it i'm not gonna say it but um yeah it is giving very oh you want to be me biting Copycat. All these bitches is my sons. Words of Nikki. <laughs> no bad. Like for, we really birthed you, bitches. Like don't <laughs> lie to you. But again, just train. Basically, being a black woman is it's a market for that shit. It is. It's a market for that shit. And, I and it. it's not a market for being a white woman. Like what does that even? You can't. You what can't do? do the things that I do. You can't stomach the things that I stomach. You can't. You can't exhibit the excellence that I exhibit. You can't do none of that shit because bitches in me, not on me. 
Honestly. It's it's beyond the Kanekalon hair. It's beyond the long acrylics. It's that beyond the bamboo earrings. I don't know, but that's Kankalon. how I can't. I said Kanekalon. It's Kankalon. Kanekalon. Nigga, we braided hair. It's beyond that shit. It's beyond the weaves. It's beyond the lace fronts. It's beyond all of that shit. It's, when it, I'm telling you. When it was time to be outside, you bitches was not outside. And it's and fuck even being outside, bitch. Let's talk about the conversations that y'all have the privilege to sit on or to sit on behalf of or to preview to. And y'all talk down on us. Exactly. Or y'all don't y'all are not aware of the space y'all take up. Yes, that is yeah. That's it. That's it. Oh, not that supposed. Y'all are not aware of the space y'all take up. That's very, very true. And it's important because when you got black women in a vulnerable space, and I actually have a blog post from Moments and Mac that I was going to talk about this shit on. Self-plugging. Self-plugging. Shameless plug. Read my blog. (laughs) But you you have to be conscious of the space that you take up, even if you are considered marginalized or even privileged. Because when you're in a space with vulnerable black women and you decide, oh, well, I too want to enter this space but not be considerate of the vulnerability, exactly. you're not an ally. Exactly. You're I, not I, I, an I mean, ally. Like white women try to, not even just white women. Well, we're just going to leave it at white women. I feel like they don't realize the type of privilege and the upper hand that they do have. It's so many layers to that shit. Like you talked about, like pay. Like you don't realize the how different that is and how like simple, like you you got it. Like, go, for example, going in a fucking store, like nobody follows you. Nobody thinks twice to look at you like, oh, this bitch has the money to pay. When all reality, bitch, I got more in my pocket than you do. Yep. But they're going to follow me because they don't think that I can be in here. They mm-hmm. don't think I deserve to be in this space. They don't think I have the fucking money to even buy anything in this store. Really? My skin just hit, bitch. I can buy all this. <laughs> t- t- stop playing with me. Let me see the inventory in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Run it back. Let me see. But no, for real. And this is so much deeper than just Instagram and Twitter and the likes and the engagement. Yeah. And, and, and black influencers have actually talked about this. How shitty they get paid. Yes, like on Instagram, how... Jackie Ina talked about it. Yeah. How basically like... These are my rates, and y'all are just trying to, oh, well, can you do this for free, you know? No. no. I need my money. I need my ends, bitch. White White influencer gets paid 50000 60000 Y'all coming to me with five five bands? Are you serious? Five bands? And nine times out of ten, more people are going to view my shit. Because, bitch, like my, my content shit. is hitting. Exactly. Because we, what we're not about to do, we're not about to sit up here. Sidebar. Shout out to the black influencers. Uh-huh. Who create the trends, the dances for TikTok. Yeah. You feel me? Let's talk about it. How these apps would not be surviving without the influence of black influencers. From vernacular to dances to style. As we say again, all you you bitches is our sons. That, like, for real. Let's talk about it. For real. Like, for real. So, back from the sidebar. (laughs) When you got white girls that's doing a bare minimum or copying shit from other content creators, and then they get in more money. And we saw it at the beginning of quarantine last year with a TikTok dancer who made the TikTok. Remember? With, no, with the K-Camp song. Oh, yes. The Renegade. Yeah, the Renegade dance. Yes. And 
at how they had the white girl on Ellen and all type of stuff, and not 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 once. It wasn't even a grown up. So so imagine what they're doing to adults. Exactly. You think this girl is not gonna stand up for herself? You know her mama probably don't know what's going on. We just gonna oh get a credit to the white women. Um, no. And not once that that white girl said, "Well, I was inspired." No, it took for a public outrage. She was like, "Yeah, we can do something together." Cause had had the internet had the internet not chewed her ass out and and let her ass know, she wouldn't have said anything. So if she's doing that to that a child, imagine what they're doing to grown adults. Who have rates? Who have contracts? Who have agents? Imagine the slime shit that goes on behind hide, but beyond behind closed doors. That just be my ass. Yeah, it is. I don't know, but it goes again to show you shit really be that deep. So yeah, I don't know. More of the story, y'all. Being black is not a trend. Being a black woman is not a trend. It's not something that I don't know. It's, that's just so. It just infuriates me. It it's not. I'm not so an aesthetic. Mad. I'm not an aesthetic. I'm not. This is not a nine to five. This is giving me very much twenty four seven. I don't get paid. This is for free. And no black woman looks the same. All of us are not into wigs. Exactly. All of us are not naturalistas. All of us don't want to wear long acrylics. And all of us might want to have acrylics that touch our damn knees. Regardless, there's no one which way to be a black woman. And these racially ambiguous girls telling themselves whenever they want to be a black woman because they full speed run to the stereotype. Honestly. Thick ass, big ass hoops, long acrylics, a wig. And bitch, that's not... What? I don't know. It's just... Black women are just multifaceted. We really just are the shit. Honestly, you girls want to be us, and it's just very evident. And yes, you can't make money off of being yourself. You have to sit here and try to be me, and it's crazy. But like Max said, there isn't one way to be a black woman. Black women could be in all different shades, sizes, surgery, natural, all type of it. Fat ass, flat ass. Yes, and it doesn't make you less of a black woman if you don't fit this Instagram baddie. And it doesn't make you less of a woman, period, if you do not have this body. Your beauty and your your dignity and and this goes this highlights trans women too because trans women are in fact women, yeah. Even when they have not had their surgeries, even if they are not on their hormones quite comfortable yet, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like they are still in fact women. And, and this mode even start that process if that's how you identify yourself. Then hey, prime example, Miss Amaya Scott. Yeah. Talk about it. Let's talk about it. Very much so. Very much was the giving girls, the girls the girl. what, you know what I'm saying, blueprint. She was the OG IG baddie. Yeah. And I'm going to forever say that. She literally paved the way for the themed photo shoots. Mm-hmm. For the body. And gave giving, you bitches a checklist. Gave you bitches, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, for fucking sure, yeah. Was on the lace fronts before lace fronts even became a thing. Mm-hmm. You bitches was making fun of lace. And I would love to know who her arrogance was. Because whoever was doing them wigs. Baby, ate that shit the fuck up. Ate it up. Ate it up. And if y'all don't know who Amaya Scott is, culture yourself. Culture swine. Yeah. Shout out to women. Shout out to women. Shout out to black women. Big shout out to black women. Thank you. Appreciate you. You the shit. Thank you. Shout out to my mom for birthing a bad bitch. Shout out to my... I guess shout out to my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Providing the swimmers. Um, shout, out, shout out to me for being the fastest. Ketchup, mustard. 
<laughs> and on that note, we're done talking about it. <laughs> I am know. Mac. And I am Ari. And this was Let's Talk About. Let's Talk About. Let's Talk About. Let's Talk About. See you guys next week.